Welcome to another episode of the RMAP Podcast here on the Rocky Mountain Channel in Estes Park, Colorado. Today we're taking a little bit of time to talk with Nick Millay about his new film coming out called Nature of the Beasts. And uh, I got to ask you, Nick, why aren't you up hiking? Aren't you always in the mountains oh, hiking? You're just like everybody else. <laughs> they always ask, why aren't you out there? I said, we can't be there all the time. Well, because I'm here working on the, on the edit. On the edit and, of uh, what? On the edit of Nature of the Beasts, our newest movie. And uh, it will be, uh, it's been progressing along nicely for the last two and a half years. <laughs> wow. It takes a long time to make a movie. And we're in the edit stage right now, so. And that's just as, maybe just as much fun or more than filming. Wow, sometimes. so it started two and a half years ago, and now we're editing. Can you tell us a little bit about the process? I think it was two and a half years ago, but I don't remember, because <laughs> I'm old. No, I just, <laughs> I just don't remember exactly when we started the process of this. Sounds so, like it's been a labor of love, though. Oh, well, yeah. Why this movie at this time? That's a good question. I'd, it started out where I thought maybe it's time to make a new movie. Maybe we want to talk about the wildlife in the park and talk about the, the, uh, the, the, the changes that might be taking place. But the changes came as a little more later in the process. We realized we were dealing with changes mm -hmm. and we're dealing mm -hmm. with um, wildlife that's being affected by the changes. So suddenly it evolved from let's like make another wildlife movie. Uh -huh. Because people liked our old movie years ago, Footprints on the Rockies, so we said, let's make something. Sean and I talked about it. Let's make something about the wildlife. Yeah. As it progressed, I realized that there, there's, there are a lot of issues to be hmm. addressed. Hmm. So, yeah, we're talking about the effect of the crowds, the effect of the, the climate, etc. Lots happened in the last, what, since 2015, as far as the crowds, too, you mentioned. Um, that that's playing an impact here in the yeah you know? they say like it's uh, I forget twenty forty percent increase wow. uh, to four and a half million people coming to the Rocky Mountain National Park it was um, four and a half million was um, it may be higher uh -huh. uh, we didn't go down in numbers <clears throat> as they thought it might after the centennial years but the in fact I have to change a section of the movie where we said. Um, Darla, the park superintendent, says we are now the fourth most visited park in the system. Well, now we're the third most since I started editing. Since we started editing this film, we went from fourth most visited to third most, most visited with uh, record people again wow. this year. A lot happening in a short period of time. Yeah, it is. People like to go to the parks. So this, is, is, this isn't just about climate change. No, no. It certainly is not. It's about changes. It's mm. about changes and how we deal with them. The the uh, me not being an expert, except for what I know and feel. Yeah. Those are um, those are uh, what do you call it? Things we notice. Mm -hmm. But we have experts in this film right. talking about climate change. We also have the experts talking about um, crowds. Ah, uh, yeah. And, so, and uh, do you come to a nice, tight conclusion? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my conclusion in this movie, um, people might be a little shocked. I, all of a sudden, I, I come to a spot towards the end of the movie where I, I break into a, like a sermon. Mm. And I couldn't help it. It Nick wasn't even, it wasn't fake. Nick the Preacher, <laughs> yeah. It was like, 
since when do I do that? Yeah. And I, don't, I certainly don't mean a religious sermon, but in another way, mm -hmm. yeah, it, yeah, it's a sermon because of all the things that are building up. So it, you could call that a concise conclusion because things that I feel and the people working on this movie with me yeah. feel yeah. ended up being this, this sermon-sounding thing, which I figured, well, I'll just throw it all out there, like throwing everything on a canvas. Yeah. And the, at the end, I thought, I'll throw this sermon out there. And I thought, well, then the folks at PBS, at American Public Television, will send me the redacted, redacted version. Let them do the changes there for you. And tell me you can't, you know, like it's a little much. Right. They, they didn't change a thing. Wow. They did not change anything. Mm. And they're very, um, I'm used to working with them over a long period of time, over many years and several shows on PBS. Yeah. And I was really, uh, I was happy and impressed that they, they didn't react. So now I've talked about the end of the movie. But, <laughs> but uh, the, the sermon is basically something to the effect of that I, I really believe strongly that everybody is entitled to experience the wilderness mm, yeah. and that we're all in this together. Wow. I've heard you talk about Nick Swamp National Park and your homeland I, back east. I just is looked, this inspired by that? I just looked at it this morning on my phone. I, I pulled up, I was. I meant to hit Google and I hit Earth. I don't know why, it's not, the, it's not next to it. And my, the picture of my swamp was there from last time I was looking at it. It's, it's so still neat there. to just have it come up. <laughs> of course, you know, it's, it's, yeah, Nick Swamp National Park. Now, but, for folks who don't know about that, what is... Well, Nick Swamp National Park is this. Esty and I were speaking during the, her interview in the movie. Esty is the, the uh, executive director of the Rocky Mountain Conservancy, mm -hmm. which used to be the Nature Association. Yeah. And... Um, she um, and I were talking, and I said, wait, you have a... She said, you know, maybe people could go home to wherever they live and, and, and take what they learn here mm. and, and this way spread around the crowds a little. Yeah, they could yeah. go to other places or be at their home area and see the value in the wild areas in their backyard, in their state, but maybe in their backyard. Yeah. And I said, you had a big backyard, didn't you? And she said, yeah, I had hundreds of acres of Arizona desert. And I said, I had a, I had a few acres of uh, forest in the hills of lower upstate New York. And I got what she was talking about. Yeah. And I said, so, I said, you mean like Nick's Swamp National Park? <laughs> I love it. Because I, they have this really great place that was my childhood um, introduction mm. to the wild. I just went there all the time. Yeah. And it was this really neat swamp that's not a not a low low elevation swamp. It was up on a hill, mm -hmm. and it was all spring fed, and it was had the, it was just a great place where I I went there wildlife all the time. Wildlife came, lots of wildlife. Everything yeah. from um, cottontails to jackrabbits to squirrels and deer. Uh, uh, it's it was a fantastic place to grow up. Yeah. What's interesting to me is that that place is still there. And it's right between where my house is and the, the uh, kids I used to play with from the other side of the, the hill. So Nobody I was on the Vesci Road side, they were on the Rolling Green side. <laughs> For anyone who knows me, they might know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. And um, <clears throat> it hasn't been developed. Wow, that's great. And I'm like, why hasn't it been developed? And what could I do to possibly help go back there and help 
preserve it. Ensure that's that a little, it so that's the story of then it's like that's Nick's Swamp National Park. Kind of makes me want to visit. Is there a park entrance fee? Or? No, you can't even get there without the neighbors yelling at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no, that's great. It's, uh, but they're probably relatives of mine. <laughs> so, this well, idea. good. You have somebody Ex looking out for your national park. <laughs> yeah, some, I, that's I needed. imagine. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've got uh, several stars in this movie. Uh, in your past films, Rivers of the Rockies and others, you have wildlife, critters, animals, all your walk in the park uh, feature, you know, wildlife. People love to see wildlife. Was it hard getting these shots because this is really focused on you know, animals, and they don't just sit still, they don't, you know, pose for autographs and coffee and interviews. One of the most difficult little critters I used to think mm -hmm. to film was the the famous now pika. Everybody loves the pika. It's yeah. the cutest thing going, right? They, I, I thought that was probably going to be near impossible because they're, they, 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 they'll stick their heads up and be ready for you to shoot, uh -huh. get a shot, and then they disappear. <laughs> And then they stick their heads up, and then they disappear. And then they run by, and you wait for them to run by again, and they run by somewhere else. And and I thought this is going to be a challenge. Right. But Sean and I went up there early in the season. It was like um, not. It was June, mm -hmm. and it was when, the, um, when trail. You're talking about up there to Trail Ridge Road. When Trail Ridge Road just opened. Yeah. And we thought we better get all the shots we can. And we saw we saw a couple of the pikas, and I thought this is great. And when I, and I was really worried that that was all we were, were going to get. And we filmed there all summer, and because we fell into a pattern, and the two of us started figuring out their patterns. Yeah. And people will say they see them a lot, mm -hmm. but it's really hard to get that picture. Wow. But we we developed a pattern that following their patterns, we ended up That's getting really cool. a lot of really cool. Shots. So you're happy with what? Very happy with out. that. And Sean like um, would say, "Well, I'll, I'll go get some scenery, Nick, and you get the wildlife." And then he turned into this amazing wildlife um, filmmaker. Yeah. He was like, he he got what some very few people have ever captured on film, and that's a pika fight in the wow. wild. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was a bloody battle. Oh, so a terrible bloody battle. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> two, two little critters. <laughs> And then a it was over. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> there was no blood. Is there a decided winner in those kind of fights? Can you see it, or is it more animal speak? I, I think it, the winner in that one was the one who kept the other one from going into his stash mm -hmm. or her stash. Yeah, yeah. It's hard enough cool. to figure out that, that to see them fighting without trying to figure out whether it was a boy or a girl. So the, <laughs> yeah. So the pika is the star in this movie, then? Yes. No. One of the stars. Originally, I, I've already had people say to me. Hey, Nick, I thought it was about the pika. Mm -hmm. In fact, the PBS folks said that to me, oh, yeah. the American Public Television. I thought it was going to be about the pika, and it starts out about this other animal. And I said, well, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. because, um, but the pika, it, it, when you look at the overall movie, is the dominant, yeah. dominant critter, because they're the, as I say, it's the poetic version is canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Um, Indicator species is the scientific version, and we're merging we're merging science and art in this anyway, because they're really not like this; they're more like this. Ah, I like that image, that visual. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so, um, so there are other critters. Oh uh, yeah, the like the little, the the dipper. There's plenty of dippers mm -hmm. around. One of my favorite birds. It's a great <laughs> little thing, a little a bird that's that's like a little smaller than a robin, 
and it looks like a songbird, which it is, and uh -huh. then it swims underwater. Wow. That's a really neat thing. And they're actually all through town. But a friend told me there was a nesting pair uh -huh. that I could see the babies eating. Wow. And I said, where? And then she told me, and I hiked a few miles to find the spot. And I thought, this is, a, this is like a long shot. Now I have to find the nest. And um, I did. Mm. It, they showed up. All of a sudden, a little, little bird came up from underwater, <laughs> which is really fun to watch. Not a duck. No, <laughs> not webbed they, they swim like a duck, and they have slightly webbed feet because mm -hmm. they've been doing this for so long, an yeah. evolutionary process. The ones who had, the ones that had developed some deformity between their toes <laughs> yeah. um, be, were better swimmers, mm -hmm. so they, they were better survivors. And oh, wow. So they have little, they have just um, barely detectable, I think, webbed feet. Yeah, yeah. But then just to find the nest... It was a simple matter of following where they went. Oh, that's cool. And they flew up into the rocks. I know the way I, that they catch my eye is that little bobbing motion they do. Yeah, when they're standing on the rock. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of them. That's, that's another of the critters. Yeah. Uh, fascinating critter. What I consider interesting is, well, what will, how are they doing? They're doing fine. Okay. The pikas are declining. Wow. But the, these, these, these little dippers are doing fine as long as we keep the water clean. Yeah. So there's different factors. Not mm -hmm. just the climate, but it's the... It's the it's the conditions either created by the climate, the water conditions yeah. can change, et cetera. Or so any species could become an indicator species depending on what's happening. How you the look climate. at them. Yeah, yeah interesting, fascinating. So someday instead of a canary in a coal mine, we might be saying a pike on a, well, another in thing, the alpine. <laughs> another thing we address in the movie, it's not like we don't have enough elk. Yeah. It's not like they're, but they get affected by us. They get affected by disease. They get affected by sharing uh, feed bins, and mm -hmm. then their population can really drop, especially the mule deer. But that's, but what we're looking at there is, it's also addressed in the movie. We have wow. interfered with their lifestyle, in a sense. I mean, they were living here before there was a town. Yeah. And now these these corridors that they used to use are streets, and mm -hmm. the, you know we have, uh, as you know, we have a lot of people mingling with a lot of hooved animals in yeah, this town. Hooved and antlered. Hooved and antlered. And so the, the, the thing that's interesting there is that the predator population is completely changed. Yeah. A coyote can only look and act like a wolf so much. Uh, yeah. But the wolf population being depleted a hundred years ago left a void in mm -hmm. how to control the ungulate or the, the deer and the elk yeah. population. And now the moose, another issue. The moose are in, so, so we have, we have, we have populations that aren't necessarily um, balanced and there's not a whole lot we can do about it. So you have to look at management with respect. Mm, yeah. Both the, the, the Colorado uh, Parks and Wildlife people mm -hmm. and of course the National Park people. Right. You've got to respect what they're trying to do and understand and try to be a participant in what the best practices are. So yeah, do you address that in this movie as well? Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, so... Um, well, we try. That's, that's the educational part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's not all just entertainment, it's edu entertainment no. educational. This is, people often say how oh, you, you use comedy, mm -hmm. but if you look at one of our movies, there might be three parts in the movie yeah. where it's funny. Right. I'm a little tongue-in-cheek at times, you got that dry sense of humor. Just, yeah, but you know, 
it's not like we're comedians. I don't. I never ever make a movie and set out to write jokes. Right. It's just like, oh, that's funny. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's life. That's how life and is I, funny. I would say. You know, so it's never an intention to say, oh, it's time for a joke. It's more like, oh, that's funny. There's a scene in there where didn't take any strong writing to see the joke where uh -huh. there's a, there's some someone misbehaving on the streets of of town yeah. and um nothing major but really goofy looking an element yeah, funny. Of, of humor is yeah, a you surprise have, you have to you see the to. movie to see that <laughs> yeah that's right okay <laughs> okay uh but i've really enjoyed the process of of what we've been able to do together you know it's like yeah. having having people to work with sean's worked on it my friend john it's it's been a, it's really been yeah it's been a labor of love, but I wasn't sure where it was going to go wow. in the beginning. Right, we got further into it. Thus, not the hard deadline. You you wanted to make sure yeah. the movie was complete and what it was supposed yeah. to be, and not just so draw a tidy the, bow. The, the reason I mentioned that is all that comes before the humor. Yes, yeah, and then the humor just pops up here and there, but mm -hmm. the process is is complex. Yeah, and go along go you go along for the ride that you sort of create and are you happy with the end result that you've gotten here with the movie i mean i think so i had a conversation with with a friend of mine here who's quite into the arts mm -hmm. and uh we we've we were talking and just yesterday and i said you know i think i like it and i think it's not gonna please everybody i don't mean we're gonna have people angry or it's just not that i think there's a there's a there's an element of um, a little element of the dark side, ah. which fascinates me. And now, having said that, I'll, I'll talk about you. I, I need to because you uh -oh. you were responsible for a large part of this soundtrack for this movie. And Your music. Brett Wilson, the musician, is an amazing musician who can do anything that people request of him. Which is, I don't mean <laughs> in a, say that. I don't mean in a bar situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean in, a, in 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 your studio. It's great. I had the opportunity to work with you. And we added we added some things that made some of the songs, one of the songs in particular, and, I, and I'm going to talk to you about that. Made them a little darker, mm -hmm. just so it's not la da la da. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's not la di da because the sto the story the subject isn't la di da. Exactly. We can't just always look at the and right side. Even if, even if everything is perfect, we still have predation. That's not la di da. Sure. Somebody's. It's hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's so, going to buy it, somebody's got to so pay. So the music is a critical part of the movie and you've had a lot to do with that Thanks. because we worked together on it and I really appreciate that. It's, it's been a labor of love on that side too because I, when I first saw what you were doing and you invited me in to, to uh, be a part of that, I immediately connected with that having grown up the son of a biology teacher back east and loving nature and, and seeing and even doing green jeep tours here part time mm -hmm. in the summertime especially, seeing the crowds come, seeing um, you know the wildlife how they're impacted and seeing how people are impacted as well and it just that's why this, this the one song that came to mind right away was like we're having a lovers quarrel with nature um, you know we love nature nature is part of who we are and who well, we came from so that's why it made sense yeah well it made sense we had fun working on mm -hmm. that together yeah and so that that's been a big part of the conclusion even in the movie or the yeah. the where we're going so the that's, your that's sermon. a lot to write. yeah <laughs> You ready to take offering? Take up the offering. I'm taking a send. Uh, yeah, we're definitely take. We're definitely ready to take up an offering. Yeah. Anyone who what wants to contribute like? is welcome to. So, we, are we talking sponsors, underwriters? Um, we're at the point right now where we have room for another, another 
maybe two underwriters. Okay. And that means corporations or organizations that are willing to yeah. have that wonderful little thing on PBS that says, funding provided by, <laughs> and put your name here. Well, and to know you're doing something really important for this big, beautiful blue planet. Uh, um, it's not just getting your name in the funding section. It's, it's making a difference. This movie, I believe, is really going to have an impact. Um, and it's making me look at not just Estes Park, but the world in a different way, too. I mean, it's hard to avoid that nowadays. Well, if a movie can make you look at things differently, it's making me look at my whole operation here, mm. our operation. It yeah. makes me look at my relationship with the people I work with. Yeah. If it changes, if it has that effect, then it's got to be something's right. So right. Yeah. the movie took over, took over, and now I'm following its lead. I love that you've allowed. It allowed just did. It, it took do. over. I was like, yeah. okay, it, it, it sounds corny, but you know, it, no, it, leaves, your, it leaves your ego. I don't know. I think I'm too old for an ego now. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to have an ego no, past a no. certain age. I'm not you sure where scared that me. Is. I thought you were going to tell people. <laughs> anyway, that's the story. Great. Anyway. Well, I, and it's coming out soon. Uh, anything else we want to say about it um, before we wrap up this episode? No, the, 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 the schedule is probably uh, will be in the theaters here soon. Mm -hmm. And then in, it begins its... Um, run on PBS in July th this year, 20, 2019. Great. I can't wait for the movie to come out. Sounds like it's going to be a really good well, good film. So. Well, of course you can't wait for the movie to come out. You've been working <laughs> yeah, on that's it. That's right. You're it's tired. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick, for taking some time uh, to be with us here yeah, today. Yeah, my pleasure. Always Thanks, Brad. Hanging with Thanks. you. Thanks. And thank you guys for being here on this Rocky Mountain channel. Stay tuned. In fact, come back for more episodes, uh, and in particular, the next episode when we meet with Nick and he says, wait a minute. Sean said it we'd be doing a tease. I thought that meant, hey, your hair's out of place. Ah. <laughs> and that's what Nick will say. <laughs>